Welcome to Uncontained, episode 52. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render, and on the show today, we have the band Pyrotechnica from Tucson, Arizona. Pyrotechnica was referred to me by past guest of Uncontained and also lead engineer and co-founder of Elastic Labs in Tucson, Arizona. After recording this group, he was like, you have to have them on the show and quote unquote said they really know their shit. And uh, yes, that is definitely true. Two of the members in the band actually teach music and one could teach people how to play each instrument in an orchestra and then put them all together and arrange an orchestra. And when you listen to their music, you can hear the detail that goes into it. Then you add the melody of their singer Scarlet, softening up the crunchy guitar riffs. Before we jump into interview with Ben, Jeremy, Dustin, and Scarlett, I actually have a track to preview for you off their upcoming self-titled album, Pyrotechnica. This is the heaviest song off their upcoming CD, and the song that got them their first circle pit at a live show. This is Aluminum Wings.
Welcome to Uncontained, and how are you guys doing today? Good, doing well. Awesome. We're doing good. Great, great. You want to just take a second and introduce yourselves so my audience can get to know you a little bit better? Okay, well, um, my name is Scarlett. I am the vocalist for the band. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm Dustin, and I play guitar. My name is Ben. I play bass. My name is Jeremy. I play drums. All right, great. And uh, how did you guys get together? I know I've read uh, online that kind of Ben came up with the idea for the band and then recruited you guys. Yeah, it was. Or it's a website <laughs> lying. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that's that's the very vague story of it. Yeah, I mean, it was just uh, both Scarlett and I. We kind of um, originally started the band just wanting to just play some music because we just had gotten out of a band, and we were just like, you know what? Why don't we just get a bunch of badass people and just. I don't know, just have some fun. And um, we went through a couple, a couple people, right, Scarlett? Yeah. Before we ended up <laughs> with what we got now. Um, Dustin and I worked with a guitar center. He, uh, he taught guitar over there. So um, we invited him, jumped on. We had, a, we had another drummer before Jeremy, but Jeremy hopped on, what is it, about? About 14 months ago. Well, about 14 months ago. He's been doing a kick-ass job. <laughs> We've been in the same lineup for a while now. But, I mean, that's... Pretty much it. I mean, now now the it's turned from more than just like having fun to actually being a serious thing now, which is it's been quite an experience. Yeah, uh, running awesome. our own running our own band because we've never run our own band before, right, Scarlett? Like, it's yeah. just we've always been hopping on stuff. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of our it's kind of at least my uh, my little baby project. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's definitely our little baby. Cool. Does it feel different, like, starting up your own band instead of jumping in on another band? Yeah, it's completely different. I feel like there's more, like, pressure on our shoulders. Um, because I feel like when we join a band, we're, we're on the backs of whoever started that band. That person has the vision. That person we're kind of following. But now it's more like we're the ones who have the vision, and we're kind of setting the tone for what's going to happen with the band and the direction that we want it to go in. Um, I don't know if you have any input on that, Scarlett, how you feel. Well, I mean, it's it's very different than how I thought uh, it was going to go, just because there's this whole, like, promotional kind of businessy side to the whole, like, band thing that I never really thought about. And that was never my problem when I was in another band. So the financial thing is kind of new to me. And it was kind of, it's kind of scary at first, but, you know, it's not too bad after a while. And the promotional the promotional thing, it's, it's very, uh, it's an area that I'm not very, yeah, it's very intimidating for me, so that's, that's new. <laughs> so what are you finding hard about promoting? Um. <laughs> being, being relevant. I think that's the hardest part about being, uh, promoting, you know, trying to figure a way to be relevant to people and connecting with people, trying to find some sort of niche, trying to find an audience that's going to connect you with people that are going to want to follow you. I think that's always been the hardest thing about promoting. Um, and yeah, just yeah. finding finding out how to do that without, you know, going up to every single person, you know, one by one and being like, hey, you know, I'm in this band, you should check out my music. It's Trying like, not to be cliche. Yeah, exactly. Almost. How it's like thinking about the big picture. Like, how do you go about telling everybody like one message instead of, you know, going up to everybody one at a time? Yeah, that can be kind of tricky. I, I run, I've been dealing with the same thing with this podcast as well. I've been doing the podcast almost a year, trying to get people to hear about it. And yeah, you don't want to necessarily walk up to everybody and be like, dude, I'm in a band or dude, I got a podcast <laughs> or, or something like that, you know? But you still do sometimes. Yeah. But at least I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add to your shows, yeah. <laughs> but, um,. So, yeah, it's kind of less, so it doesn't feel as much like you're a hired gun. You have more, like, skin in the game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. So, now, three of the four of you have, like, careers in the arts or so, but one of you, the drummer, Jeremy, you have kind of an interesting job. Yeah, so so I'm, um, I'm a 16-year veteran in the Arizona Air National Guard, uh, aircraft mechanic for F-16 fighter aircraft. Um, been doing that since I was 18. I'm 35, I'm the old guy in the band. So, you know, I kind of give myself some, you know, my own flack, so to speak. So, uh, you know, just so no one else has that ground to step on because I already kind of called myself out by being the old guy. He doesn't look 35 at all. They say that, I don't know. Like someone's paying them, it's not me. I wish, I, I gotta shake their hand. Um, 
Yeah, so yeah, basically just um, military guy, uh, maintain aircraft, and um, that's kind of my full-time gig, the thing that pays the bills. So, um, you know, would I like to be doing this full-time, meaning music? Hell yeah, but, uh, you know, that's not always the reality, but... Yeah, but you get to work on, like, fucking jets and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds really cool. I don't get to fly them, Uh, but yeah, I mean... I was actually going to ask that. Have you ever... Have you been up in them? You know what? I was supposed to take a ride, but then uh, a few years ago when the budget cuts really hit the military, they... They kind of leaned back on that, and um, <laughs> they said, "No, you know, conservation of materials. We can't waste jet fuel. Thanks cost Obama. twenty bucks a pound for No comment." Well, with with Trump in office, you know, and in making America great again, you might you might be able to take a flight. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm skeptical, and yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, he'll you know. Uh, cut the budget even more and then I can just be a full-time musician. That's my only option, you know? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> optimism in the right direction, right? Yeah. There you go. Or get him to fund your band somehow, you know? I like that. Tell him you put Trump in the name. Hell yeah. Trump Pyrotechnica? Pyrotrumpnica. Pyrotrumpnica. There it is. Pyrotrumpnica. Puts his name on that's, it. That's a bad day. idea. Don't okay. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Making shredding gradient. My, my don't silence take a, is don't like take out advice of shock. from me. <laughs> <laughs> <Do not> endorse this. <laughs> that is disgusting. That's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, produced your new album coming out and recorded it, and uh, he was raving about you guys. Be like, dude, you got to have these guys on the show. We tried to tried to line something up. Got nothing really happened. Then we were at for about a month now. Alex and I have been kind of like. Are, are they going to do their show? Are they going to do a show? Finally, <laughs> happy here on Uncontained. So now you have that CD. Is it out now or just about out? Just about out. It's not. Uh, we're still waiting for some finalization of some of the mixes. Uh, we just all we've done is release a single. Um, that was two weeks ago. Around that. Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that song. That song was called Another World. Um, and we released a lyric video for that on our YouTube channel. Yes, I, I watched that and sang along today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my private karaoke. <laughs> That's what it's meant to be. <laughs> I didn't want anybody else to hear me singing though. So, um, but so you guys, you have uh, your CD out. It's self-titled Pyrotechnica, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right, and you are going to be giving me a this upcoming second single off that show to play before this show correct yes yeah so you have already heard it those who are listening now but what what's the song called uh aluminum wings aluminum wings okay and you were saying you get a little heavier on this song and the pre-show talk (laughs) oh yeah we we're you know uh, we're, we're, we're a weird band in that like we're not necessarily the most heaviest thing in the world um, and we're not exactly the lightest thing in the world, but this song was something that when we wrote it, we were just like, you know what, we need to find a song that's just gonna stand up with the rest of all the hardcore and like death metal bands going on around here. So we were just like, let's just do a, a, a chuggy zero song. That's what we like to call it, I guess, <laughs> where it's just a bunch of open strings sort of thing. And okay. it, 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 it came out really good. It had an awesome chorus. Um, Jeremy added this cool, like little disco-y kind of vibe to it. Um, um, actually, Aluminum Wings, uh, we, we recorded like a little three-song EP with Alex um, here about, how, how long ago was that? Ago. Like a year and a half it's ago. A fucking year ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and um, Aluminum Wings actually didn't make the cut for that one because we did not like where it was going, like the direction that the song was going. It was way too heavy, like I wasn't really feeling it, um, I don't believe Ben was feeling it after a while. and. It just it got really boring to play and but our I'm not saying it's because of our old drummer <laughs> but um after after Jeremy joined uh, he up. yeah he spiced it up <laughs> he brought this sort of like poppy like pop punky groove to it and we were just like yeah you know like we can work with this we can work also with this. also too we um, 
we also changed tuning to it to a to yeah. tr uh, B standard. And that, yeah. If you, if you know what that means at all, but I mean, then that key uh, changes goal, matter. That key made changes a huge difference the too tone. in the song. Um, so okay, I I know a little bit to be dangerous. Is that like, is that up from C then? Or is it below drop C? Uh, it's below drop C. A B standard tuning is like we, um, our guitarist has a seven string guitar and it's tuned just like a normal seven string guitar. Okay, so it's pretty fucking low. Yeah, it's low. <laughs> All right. Not as, low, not as low as, you know, some of the modern stuff, but it, it, for us, it was, it's quite low. Okay. All right. Yeah, because for those of you who don't necessarily have. I guess, uh, image in your head, how that sounds. Slipknot and a lot of those bands play a lot of their stuff in drop C, correct? I think Slipknot's usually in B. What? Oh, Slipknot's usually in B. Slipknot's in B, Oh, yeah. they're in B? Yeah, they're usually yeah. in drop, right. like drop B. I remember when I was playing, there was a lot of uh, stuff like in the tabs, say, like tablature that was saying it was wrong. drop C. They're wrong, bro. <laughs> Probably wrong tabs. Bad tabs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as I said, I didn't go to music college, so... I love you, okay. <laughs> I think it might be a, a definite honorable mention on our part, as a personal thing, where this was uh, the first song, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, that like got like people moving in the crowd. Well, they, they started a circle pit. Yes. <laughs> so one of our recent shows, like kids actually got into it to the point where like, holy shit, because we don't do any hardcore screaming, growling, death metal type vocals, it's all melodic. So I think there's a little bit of a bipolarism of what do we do as an audience with this? <laughs> and so to get that reaction for us is very self-gratifying, like, oh my God, we accomplished like that. Yeah. And so that was the one song that, that you know, resulted in some pretty cool fan uh, reactions, I guess. Yeah. Nice, well, congratulations on your first circle pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It is. It is. Never dreamed it would happen, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I do have noticed that you do have the like crunchy kind of metal sound with the melodic vocals from Scarlet. And it kind of reminds me a little bit, I don't know if you've ever heard of the band uh, Baby Metal. <laughs> Japanese band. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jer Jeremy just like threw his hands up in the I air right now, like an I told you so. Like, That's what I thought about when we were recording because like there's all these layers to Scarlett's vocals at certain points and it sounded like like multiple I'm talking like dozens of little Asian girls running around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> literally would say that. No, yeah, for real though. It's would, not oh it's not God. even it's not even um Jeremy being racist. That's no. what it sounds like. <laughs> no, it's all positive. Yeah, for <laughs> real. No hate. But it was just like, oh my god, it's like they're all in like these little, you know, Asian ninja oh women are just gonna kick your ass. Because <laughs> like you have like, you know, all this like heavy guitars in the back and the drums, and then like, yeah, this little Asian <laughs> just like screaming her heart out. Okay, so whenever I throw out a com like a comparison like that, I had thrown out one before, and some band was like, "Oh, dude, hell no, not those guys." But yeah, baby metal fit just a little bit for me. Whatever, baby metal freaking rocks, dude. Oh, they do. Like, I found out about them watching uh, Anthony Bourdain's like Parts Unknown. He went to Japan and uh, like interviewed like baby metal. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain just turned eighteen. What? Why did you point at me, dude? What's this? Let's edit uh, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell him, Jerry. No, I'm not gonna tell him. <laughs> no, static. I was just saying the the Ooh, lead chick of baby metal just turned eighteen. I think Alex really? is the most excited yeah. out of all of us. Yes, that's, that's a prospect for Alex, not for anybody else. I have no comment. No comment. I didn't know they were that. I didn't know they were young. Oh yeah. But wow. All right. You can never tell if Asians. I mean, they look like they're. All right, Jeremy. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Mr. Miyagi is dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't compare anything to him anymore. He's dead. You should probably cut this part out. I'm dating myself like... now. Wax on, wax off. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, Pat Morita died like was it two or three years ago? Did he? Yeah, yeah, he actually did. I wasn't, I wasn't just being oh, mean. Wow. Where's Daniel's son at for this? Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> 
Not as keeper. Come on. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Daniel son. I, I don't <laughs> think Ralph Macchio has really <laughs> Oh, Ralph Macchio was the real karate kid. Uh, the, the real one. Was yeah. the now, now the karate kid is a. Uh, um, Will Smith's kid. Will Smith. Oh, Jaden! That's, right. That's right. Yeah, Jaden. Fuck Jaden, dude. Pays me. I, I watched it just for Jackie Chan. I watched it just because he was in it. Like, he, he was the Mr. Miyagi. Because apparently this karate kid is, like, in China. And karate is from China, so... That's... Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, Kung Fu, right? Yeah. <laughs> just try to stay relevant on my... Martial arts skills. Yeah, for real, you could totally cut this out. Jackie Chan wasn't called Mr. Miyagi, was he? No, no. no. He, In the he show. wasn't. Just like he didn't catch the fly with chopsticks. It's like, ooh, don't go there. That's sacred. I actually don't know if he did that. Remember he was, but he didn't. I don't know. He was going to. He stopped. All right, we, we don't need to talk about Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Okay, so what is the process of recording like working with Alex um uh, <laughs> I think it's really great to be honest <laughs> I don't know I mean we don't want to say anything yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it's fun I mean he it's all in house um it's it's pretty laid back I mean we feel very comfortable every time we come here Alex is like a good friend of ours um uh, we don't feel under pressure we don't he doesn't like force us to do things that we don't want to do I suppose like as far as recording goes uh, okay. Yeah, and he's definitely very attentive to us, but then he'll leave us alone when we need when we need a moment, you know? Yeah, like there's, <laughs> there's lots of times where we're just like, hey man, can we just like mess around with this for a while? He's he's awesome. He's an awesome dude. Like I said, it's just a very laid back environment. He's a great guy to work with. Um, he gives his little, little he gives his input every now and then, but he just kind of lets us um, expand on our ideas and try to come up with what we want. All right, great. Did you have any like? What direction did you want to go with this CD when you came in? I mentioned you, you mentioned you have the heavier song, song Aluminum Wings. Did you have a goal to go heavier with this CD or was what was your vision going into record? You know, um, the, the the most part for the album, I mean, it was it was just like we we had written a bunch of songs and we just really wanted them wanted these songs to finally be recorded. Um, as far as like the the direction we wanted it to sound like. I mean, we just wanted it to sound heavy and just still be like a radio-friendly sort of vibe um, with it. Um, I don't think anything would get heavier than aluminum wings. Uh, I don't see that ever happening. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't believe we have the desire to, you know, be yeah. a be a very heavy band. That's no. not that's not our intent at all with our music. We just <laughs> a lot of us just like a lot of us love pop music and a lot of us love heavy music and we just want to put them all together. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, and that's when something good typically comes and when you try to combine things that you don't necessarily think that would go together, it can either be amazing or disastrous, but you know, that's, but that's when you get something that's not the status quo. Yeah, we, we and, definitely have our fingers crossed for this album because of that fact. <laughs> so <laughs> from what, from what I've heard so far, I've heard. Everything is sounding good. I listened to a couple tracks on YouTube and in preparation for the song, just so I had a feel of what you guys uh, sounded like. And yeah, you guys sound very tight, which um, Alex has actually talked about how like you guys are like music wizards and actually know what you're doing in the studio. Oh, how sweet of him. He's not in the room right now, but yeah, that's very nice of him. He has left. All right. Alright, so he left you guys alone. Yeah, that's, so we can talk tra that's trash good. about him now. <laughs> no, not really, not really, no. <laughs> Alright, so you have the you have the Aluminum Wings single coming out. You, you mentioned that you're making a music video for this? We're actually, there's another track um, on the album called Ignite, which was the last song written on the album. Uh, we're actually doing a music video for that song. Aluminum Wings is probably going to be just like Another World. We're going to do another lyric video for that and release that on YouTube. Um, but the music video will be for a track called Ignite, which is actually the first track on our album. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. It makes sense to kick off with that. And Pyrotechnica, Ignite. I'm, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, you see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> 
that song. All right, so like, are you making an actual video for Ignite or another lyric video? An actual video. We're doing it up in Phoenix with a, a guy named Lance. Uh, was Gregor? Something like that. Lance Gregor, I think that's his name. Um, but we're doing that up in uh, Mesa. Um, yeah, that should be coming up next Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll start. We'll start filming for that. Can you talk about the concept of the video at all, or? <laughs> um, I mean, we're still going over the whole plot thing of, about um, Ignite. I mean, Scarlett, maybe you could talk a little bit more. I think he briefly talked to us about kind of what we were going for as far as... Well, um, uh, he did pick the location, and he says that he has um, a whole storyboard drawn out for us, and we haven't really gotten a chance to, you know, meet up with him yet. So I'm a little unclear, actually. Well, I think I, the main, the main, <laughs> I guess I'm the one who's really talking to him. Yeah. The most. All right. Um, the main concept that we were kind of going for was just to, um, it's just a playthrough video, and a lot of it is just gonna incorporate like some cool fire effects in it. I mean, we're not really going for like a storyline necessarily, where there's gonna be like actors or anything like that. Uh, we just kind of want to get a professional shot of us um, playing through this and. Um, yeah, just look looking badass, pretty much, you know. Um, I know I know Ignite has a an idea behind it that um, that won't necessarily. I, I don't. Know, I'm kind of gibbering going on. No, it's okay. Continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think what what me personally, uh, I'm excited for the music video. Is um, a lot of people have commented on us playing live that. Uh, hey man, you guys seem like you're really having fun with each other up on stage. You guys are enjoying your music together, performing in front of people. And it's always like, oh yeah, cool, you know, smiling, like making eye contact, just like really just kicking ass. So um, I'm kind of hoping that that will translate into the music video. Like, holy shit, I want to see these guys play because I know that's the kind of band I want to go see play when I'm, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, going to go out and check out some live music is what kind of energy is is coming from the stage and, and I'm receiving, you know, uh, on the receiving end. So uh, it's all about the vibe, it's all about that, you know, uh, that connection. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see if we can translate that in a, like, a different type of format. So are you guys going to be touring to uh, promote the CD at all? We are, um, and that, that tour will take place, um, I think it's, we said early July, that's when... We said, like, June? June, late late <laughs> June, early July. Yeah, it's during the summertime, um, and that's just because it's it's the best time. Cause Scarlett Scarlett's in school right now, and I I teach at a school, and it's like the perfect time for us to just have off um, and promote that CD. So that's gonna happen during that time. It's a two week tour. We're going through um, uh, what is it? Nevada, going up Nevada, and then we're going through Colorado, through Utah, through California, and then down uh, northern Arizona. We're in California. Uh, I believe we were thinking uh, around the L.A. San Diego part, right? Yes, yeah, that's around. The, yeah. Okay, so SoCal. All right, yeah. I'm yeah. making it up here to the Bay Area. So, what, what preparation has gone into booking, booking your tour? tour? Anything? <laughs> any places that you want to hit, or any places that you know you've had fans like requesting you to come, or? Well, we're we're still a fairly new um, band, so we, you know the the goal of the tour is to build a fan base and to kind of get a sense of where we want to start expanding towards. Um, it's our first run. Uh, we this is all still being planned. I mean, I think we just had our meeting about this tour um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we not sat too down, long ago. We, like we looked at a map. We followed. We were just like, okay, where would be a good direction to go? Uh, what are some big cities that we want to hit? Um, and you know we we're mainly just hitting the like capitals, uh, capital city areas, and um, okay. along the highway. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> very new. One thing I really do like about this band is you know we we try to um, distribute the work amongst everybody and give responsibility to everybody. So everybody's been assigned a certain location, um, and they're in charge of networking with bands to try to figure out you know where's where's a good place to go and like try to get those bands to come like play, do the shows with us in those areas, bring some people so we can start building a fan base. Um, so everybody's kind of in charge of that. I think we're supposed to be doing like an update on that meeting soon about Yeah, like that. later yeah. this month. Later much. this month, yeah. It's still in the works. Yeah, it's still all in the works. <laughs> yeah. Take, there's a lot of planning that goes into it. Um, Cause it's not just um, 
oh, let's go, let's go to Color, let's go to Denver, Colorado. It's not a road trip. A bar, it's not know? a simple road trip. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like we got to figure out the venue. We got to figure out if the venue is actually going to like pay us in any way because we need like gas money. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so much that goes into we touring. Yeah, we got to figure out the bands who are actually going to open up for us. Can they bring a crowd? Are they going to be? Do they even like our music? Do they sound any bit similar to us? You know, we we're trying to figure all that stuff out. So there's a lot that goes into it. And we don't even know if this is the right way to go about it, you know, we're just, <laughs> but, but, but we are just going about it yeah. because, you know, what else can you do, really? Right. <laughs> One thing that, uh, like, I found, like, I don't know if you guys would uh, qualify for this, but one of my friend's bands, I won't say who, but uh, <laughs> they, they actually got food stamps before the tour. Oh, that's smart. So, so they could, didn't have to worry about buying food on tour, they were and they're musicians, but they weren't making enough as a musician to, you know, oh. be, uh, to not qualify for food stamps. Yeah. So if you're a struggling band, food stamps on tour might be the way to go. But when you're working on, uh, like, fighter jets, you might not qualify. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we'll we'll just have we'll just have the military, you know, drop off little pods for us in the middle of the desert. I'll bring rations. Dude, yes, and MREs, dude. Yeah. MREs, yeah. <laughs> I hear those so are crazy. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I had one of their ice creams before. Oh and really? It was, like their desserts, it was not very good. Oh. It was just powder. Oh, <laughs> but I imagine, I imagine if you were out there in the in the in the field that and you're starving it tastes pretty good <laughs> i'm sure it is too but uh are you going are you going on tour alone or are you taking another band with you um right now it's alone there was we there was talk with one other band that we were throwing around ideas with but uh, it's kind of everything a lot of it's kind of up in the air right now right now it's kind of like on our part we got to make sure that we know exactly what's happening before we even bother inviting another band to come with us um, but for the most part, it's just going to be, it's probably going to be us just cause it's, it's just kind of our little thing that we want to make sure we get done first before we try to incorporate, incorporate anybody, anybody else. else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I imagine it's probably hard enough to uh, plan a tour for yourself and not another band as well. Um, but yeah, the way you guys are doing it, it sounds like a good way. Everybody having a little something to do because that's one of the biggest uh, complaints I hear from other bands is that just one person does all the booking and everybody else just shows up. You know, right, right. No, and that that's something that uh, we actually take pride in ourselves in doing is that we try to make sure that everybody is doing something, and you know, <laughs> I, I I do bitch at them sometimes about you know getting things done. Um, like I said, we, we have meetings regularly. We sit down and we, we discuss, you know, who's, who's in charge of what social media, um, you know, thing that's going on or, um, what are ways that we could promote this show or what are some things that are coming up that we need to get done? Um, financially, how are we doing? And everybody has their, their certain role that they're in charge of. Yes, that, that is good. So the tour is happening this summer. Right. What What are the uh, date? The early, late June, early July. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, that is correct. All right, and uh, the CD is coming out in a couple weeks. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we got the album uh, all released too. It was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, what's what's that? that? Oh, we uh, we just released our album art uh, yesterday too. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's like a little. It looks kind of. It's like all of us as like kind of anime looking characters. Um, Scarlett drew the uh, all the art, and we had a, a friend of mine uh, do the digital um, coloring, and we just released that. It looks really awesome. If yeah, um, you ever get a chance to go, cool. it's like our. It's probably gonna be our profile picture on Facebook for. A while, because it looks pretty cool. <laughs> I actually saw that today as I was looking for you. I wasn't aware that, I wasn't aware that that was uh, your album art. But yeah, that is uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, oh, yeah. we wanted we wanted something that looked like kind of cart anime cartoony. Um, that just didn't seem like it was gonna be like a metal album. Are are you guys big anime fans or? Oh yeah. Well, oh, except yeah. for Jeremy, he's the only one who's probably not the biggest anime fan. <laughs> yeah, that's just from a lack of exposure, though. Well, you like Dragon Ball Z, I guess. 
Yeah, my son does. <laughs> is that is that still going on dragon ball z yeah they released dragon ball well not dragon ball z they have was it dragon ball super oh yeah. dude i i haven't yeah they they they, they yeah, started really one called dragon ball super that. i know okay, okay. Yeah. all right that's, that's good to know i thought i thought dragon ball z was done and over no i i'm I'm kind of like Germany, not that huge into anime myself, but, you know, there's some of it that's pretty cool. I watched uh, one called The Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah, that one's badass. Oh, Dustin, <laughs> yeah. there you are. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was pretty cool. So, you have the new CD, you have your tour coming up this summer, got a music video that you're shooting, and this is all for a band that started back in 2015. What advice do you guys have for bands that are just getting started or looking to take the step to the next level um <laughs> you know this is probably like the most like cliche answer to say but it's honestly if you want your if you want and we don't know the exact answer because we're still learning ourselves but treating the band seriously like some sort of business. It has right. to be a business or else right. you're just going to end up just doing stuff for fun and that's all it's going to be. And you're just going to be throwing money at it and you're just going to keep losing, you know, your profit out of it. And I know a lot of people say it's not about the money, but honestly, it does come down to the money if we want to keep doing this as, for as long as you want, you know. Um, so, like I said, we take pride in exact in what we do and how we run everything. Everybody has a job. We keep track of all our finances. When we look at shows, we're thinking um, not necessarily like, oh, let's just do a bunch of shows in one month. We're thinking, okay, how many how many times have we done a show in this area? Should we do a show at this place again? We just had a show over here like a week ago. How like are we actually gaining anything really from it? Like financially, it's it's a big thing because in the end. That money is what's going to help us go on tour. That money is going to help us get merch. That money is going to help us make better music um, production-wise. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help us out in the long run. I mean, that's really all I can say. I mean, that's what's going to help people the most is just treating it like a business, being respectful to each other all the time. Oh, yeah, and I also have something to add to this. Is, um, when, you're, when you're trying to promote something that you're really passionate about, it's very, very important to be friendly just be friendly right. with the people around you and i don't mean like fake friendly i mean yeah just be genuine be open-minded right. just don't be too opinionated don't be like too judging of people just who i don't know just whoever's interested is interested in in what you're into you know what i mean right. or what you like doing you just gotta keep doing what you're what you're doing don't be cocky about anything you know just yeah yeah, screw the rock star. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. great advice as well. Because, you know, we've all ran into the band or the uh, yeah. like, person that person that's just all, way, all too uptight about what they do. Or like, dude, I'm better than you. Didn't you just see me on stage? I rocked it. And nobody likes those people in the long run. And another thing that I wanted to add is that, um, you know, being being in a band and just kind of what I learned from being in bands over the years is your your fan base isn't isn't really your friends and family, you know, and it's not really about a group of friends who are just into, you know, being friends. It's actually about promotion if you if you want to, you know, make it, I guess. That's that's my view on things. So Trying yeah. to connect, yeah. Try to, trying to connect to people. Trying to network. And like jump, <laughs> jumping off of her, you know how she said, you know, being friendly to people. You know, just everybody's in every, all the other musicians that you're you're playing with. They're all doing the same thing you're doing. They're trying to they're trying to go for the same dreams that you're after. Um, so respect everybody. You know, do all this networking, and people will see that professionalism. People will see that you're truly being genuine with them. And that's how they're going to support you in what you do. Yeah, there's, there's really no point in passive aggressiveness towards each other because everybody's got something different to offer to the table and there's no point in, you know, just meaningless conflict just because you want to be better than someone else. That doesn't make any sense. That's not the way to do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that won't help you out at all. And basically, long story short, like people want to work with people who are friendly. And if you're not friendly... You know, they're not going to want to do a show with you or when you're traveling through another country, 
another state or whatever, right? Just like any job. <laughs> yeah. 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 Unless you can find that job where you're like the professional jackass. Yep. <laughs> That's the dream. No, not really. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of promoting, uh, brings me to my next question. Uh, what are you doing besides going around and telling everybody you're in a band? Uh, what are you doing to promote your band? Um, well, in today's world, uh, internet is the greatest tool that we have, um, and that's through uh, using Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter. Spotify, iTunes, anything imaginable, and just using that as our main source of communication. Um, it's really, it's really difficult, especially like around our area, to be going out on the streets and passing out flyers and being like, "You should listen to our band," sort of thing. Um, but that's mainly one of the things: is just networking on social social media. Um, and we've made it we made it a habit to make sure that all of us, not just on our our band social media, but on our own personal social media to seem relevant in some way in the music community. Um, that way where people are drawn to us as individuals and then our band, because we feel like that's And how do you do that? that? Um, a lot of uh, what we've talked about is s uh, simple things, you know, just trying to sh show that you're a musician or show that you, just show what you're doing. Like s Jeremy does posts where he's like practicing or he'll do a little clip of something that he's doing. Uh, Dustin does that too. Uh, or Scarlett will post some pretty funny videos sometimes and just trying to show that we're alive and show that we're people, that we're not just like musicians all the time, but we're musicians and people. <laughs> we uh, have a sense of humor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think one thing Ben uh, might be forgetting real quick is Ben and Dustin are also uh, tutors, or not tutors, but um, music teachers like privately. So like Dustin, for instance, like he, have, he has lots of kids that he teaches professionally who come to our shows Oh, yeah. So that's another very, very, um, like, direct way that we're connecting with uh, uh, other people, other, different demographics that may not necessarily be interested in our music that could possibly uh, gain an interest um, through that type of exposure. Yeah, definitely. Anybody can be a potential fan. Right. Mm. And especially when you have an in like that, it's, I think it's good to, uh, good to utilize that. Let's like when you're a teach, where do you teach music at? Uh, which one of us? <laughs> we'll start with uh, like I don't know, you. All right, cool. Uh, this is Ben, by the way. Um, I I do two. I have two teaching gigs. I um one I teach at Guitar Center, and I teach pretty much every instrument. I, um, I got my bachelor's at the University of Arizona for music education. So I'm pretty much trained to like teach all orchestra, band, and <laughs> guitar-based instruments. So I teach at Guitar Center, um, so I have private students there. And then my, my full-time gig is I teach at a middle school, and I teach kindergarten through eighth grade uh, music. So you can, like, teach full orchestra yeah <laughs> wow okay that's impressive like most people are like i teach guitar maybe a little <laughs> bit of uh you know bass and stuff but you're like i can teach you violin i can teach you oboe i can right, teach you like tenor sax i can yeah and i can also teach you how to put it all together yeah it's 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 definitely a, an awesome job to have because it's I, I love being able to just wake up every morning just to like do music, like because that's all I do. Like this, even if it is like you know teaching some middle schoolers, it's it's music still, so I get to do that. Yeah, that's really awesome. And uh, Dustin, yeah, yeah, Dustin, where do you teach? Oh, I, I teach at Guitar Center too. That's kind of uh, how I met Ben actually. Um, we were working at the same store together for for a, like a year almost. Something like that, yeah. And then uh, we never really talked too much. And then all of a sudden, after he started want to, he wanted to start this project. He like hit me up. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. I teach uh, I teach uh, guitar mainly, but I also do a little bit of uh, ukulele. Um, and um, I'm a big uh, music theory nerd. So if any of my students ever wants to learn how to uh, sight read, <laughs> how to sight read or create their own um, music and chord progressions and all that uh, really nerdy stuff. I can totally do that stuff too. <laughs> right on. Ukulele, huh? You teach ukulele? How'd you get into 
do you play the ukulele? He's oh, yeah. He's not talking about I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually from Hawaii. I was, I was born and raised there, and I actually came up to Tucson for college and just kind of stuck. Found a sweet job <laughs> and finally sweet people to start a yeah. band with. And... <laughs> so, so Dustin's, uh, he's not mentioning that he actually went to the U University of Arizona for music theory. So he's got a bachelor's degree in music theory. Ben has a Are you being modest, Dustin? He's being really modest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and Ben has a bachelor's in performing arts. So these are trained musicians. What? That's one of the reasons I really admire these guys, to be honest, as a drummer. They're, I'm like, you know, as far as actual physical instruments go, aside from Scarlet, like, I feel pretty privileged to play with guys who are trained musicians. And they, could, they, have, they actually bring sheet music to, to practice sometimes, or it's pulled up on the computer. And they're talking about all kinds of diminished ninth scale. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're saying. Add nine, yeah. yeah it's like I heard this stuff, but I don't know what it means. Group. I just <laughs> see things in like beat stuff, you know, whatever. But these guys know what they're talking about, so it's really impressive to watch. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine. I, I'd, I'd imagine feeling a little bit lost sometimes too. But yeah, um, uh, right. But yeah, what about, what about you, Scarlett? Uh, train operatically somewhere or? oh no no i think i think my training is uh sitting in the back of my dad's car when i was like three years old and singing abba like a, <laughs> that, that was my professional training there right there perfect in my in my dad's old uh honda you're in choir though i i mean classically trained by abba yes exactly no um i i don't i don't believe i've ever taken like a vocal lesson like a private vocal lesson i think in middle school how i really got into singing was i thought choir was going to be an easy pass like everybody else you know what i mean and yeah. uh, I just got really into it because I had a really, really good teacher and she was really inspiring. And yeah, she told me that, uh, you know, my voice at the time kind of sucked. <laughs> um, it, wasn't, it wasn't up to par as a lot of other students, but she uh, believed that I can do it. She always made me do uh, solos, you know, get me to step out of my comfort zone and just kind of... Dude, Help hat, me find the way. Hats off to like to be like teachers. corny and Seriously. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's alright. You can be corny from time to time. Oh yeah, that's me. Like ninety-eight percent of the time. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. Um, I don't. I don't really. Uh, I haven't. I don't go to school for music. I am actually going to school for um, art and visual culture education right now at the U of A. So and, I, I want to be an art teacher. That's what I want to do. It's kind of different. It's a little different from what they're, what the rest of the band's doing. But teacher so that's, that's, that's cool <laughs> though. Still, still, still in the art, still creative, and uh, you already got two basically musical geniuses in the band. So you know. <laughs> that that's like pure luck, and I I'm like super blessed to have met these three awesome people and Alex. Who's now back in the room, so... He's Plus Alex. Please <laughs> tell me you weren't talking about me. No. Very the whole sneaky. time. <laughs> this whole podcast was talking about you, Alex. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, now, when somebody comes to a live show of Pyrotechnica... What do you guys personally want them to take away from the show? What do you want them to go home feeling? Feeling. Like a fool. <laughs> nah. like, like a fool, a fool? that had just had way too much fun doing yeah. whatever they were doing exactly. on the floor. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, fun, exactly. Like fun, can, fun, fun. I don't know if you guys can explain a little well, better. I mean, I... <laughs> How she said, you know, the main, the main thing we want out of it is we want people to feel like they were entertained. We want them to feel like they just had a blast watching us. And they had, and they, like how Jeremy was talking about, we try to seem, well, we, we want to have fun on stage. We do. So we want people to have fun with us on stage. We want people to get the same vibe that we're feeling on the music. Um, there's also that sense that we want people to know that we sound very tight and we're very professional how we go about things too. We're not on the stage just trying to like say whatever, like drinking a beer and being like, fuck yeah guys, it's Friday night, let's, let's just have fun guys, whatever, you know. I, no offense to other bands that are doing that, but it's just like, that's just not, that's just not our, char our character on stage. But um, 
yeah, we just want you to have fun. Well, um, I mean, like, we, we try to engage everybody from the front, you know, to the back of the venue. Um, even to the bar areas, like the deep, dark corners that I don't get to see from the stage. We try to include those people, too. And usually, you know, they, they do end up joining in every now and then. We just uh, try to take people on some sort of little journey every we, single time. There was, there, was a, there, was a, there was a show where, um, you know, because we were trying to get people a little bit more engaged in what was happening. Because our music, um, how Jeremy said, is very, like, bipolar at times. So Dustin went out. He got a bunch of glow sticks. And we just passed out glow sticks, and it was like a rave. It was pretty cool. Um, and there's like so many weird like poppy disco sections in some of our songs. So it's really cool to have like those glow sticks. So like we said, it's all about having fun at the show. Um, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we're being very professional and we're giving the best possible performance we can. Perfect. Perfect. Anything else on that? Anybody? Oh, I, I do. I, I would talk all day on this, but seriously, like I, I love playing personally, individually, but I really love playing with these guys because the energy, the uh, the chemistry that comes together with all four of us, like the 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 singularity as far as our momentum, our our what we want, our drive, our vision, really comes together on stage, and I think. Uh, like you're like in an aluminum wings, there's like a chuggy part, then a disco dance part, and then like a like a syncopated like uh, you know rock rhythm, a genty part. You're like I think as a, as as a spectator, you're going, what's really happening here? So it's captivating and it's fun, and you're watching people have fun providing that. So I I feel really excited and privileged to be a part of that, generating that to other people, and it's like I hope they leave feeling like shit, dude. I want to go to the next one or. I want to buy that CD and plug it into the car, uh, you know, whatever, deck, and, you know, listen to that. <laughs> I was like, I said that. But, like, yeah, I plug that shit in and, and then drive home still, like, partying, like, in my own little private area. Because that's what I do with the bands I like. Like, I obsess over things, and I want people to feel like maybe they could have that opportunity to, you know, feel just as touched as I am about what touches me, I guess. But Perfect, man, perfect. Um, so what would you say, I got a surprise question that I'm throwing in here. I'm sorry. Um, what would you say in so far that the highlight of your musical career has been? Ooh. Highlight of my musical career. I think about that. As a band or like (laughs) individually? You can take it individually if you'd like, or... If there's one big accomplishment as a band, you could uh, mention that as well. It's up to you. Okay. Um, the the question, question is yours. yours. I don't know, Jeremy, you want to start with that? Uh, we played a three-hour set like two months ago. Jesus, that was crazy. It was for wow. like an outdoor um, mall area up in Phoenix. And um, we got paid for it, which is probably our largest paying gig. But it was the most challenging. Like we had to, you know, provide all the you know PA system ourselves, the set itself. Try to entertain strangers that don't even know us, and try to captivate them and draw them in. You know, like um, we have a female lead vocalist, so there was like a small group of like I don't know, like ten nine-year-old girls that were just like flocked to her and like started dancing with her at the bottom <laughs> of the stage. It was really gratifying. It was really like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. We're touching people. Like, how, how do you do that? So kind of like walking into this, like not knowing and still having the confidence and the assuredness that, yeah, we're going to perform and we're, we came here to, to play. So we're going to do what we do. And it, it, we made some great connections. We actually had a guy who wanted to come back, <laughs> wanted us to come back from Tucson the next day to play for his friend who was going to propose in front of a huge Christmas tree. He's like, can you guys come back up here like in 24 hours? Cause my friend's going to propose to his fiance. We want you to play while he's doing that. Like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was a huge accomplishment, and I felt really good about that. I mean, uh, a lot. A did lot you of did you go up and play for them the next day? No, we did it because we're like we really can't afford. We got jobs, but we would love to. Like the idea was awesome. She probably didn't say yes because of it. That would have been cool. Yeah, we we messed it up. Fucked <laughs> up their marital future. Like, you know, proposing, if you had a band with you, I'd say yes, but otherwise, I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> think about that one. But, uh, yeah, that probably didn't happen. Uh, but uh, 
Anybody else have uh, any major accomplishments? I mean, we, we've, we've done our fair share of um, opening up for some pretty big acts. And for me, I think that's been uh, a really cool thing, is being able to open up for acts that I actually really like listen to personally and I admire. Um, we d when we first started, we opened up for um, Entheos, which I'm a huge like Evan Brewer fan. So I, when I got to meet him, I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Uh, we opened up for Haken. Um, thank you, scientists. Um, we did Kingdom of Giants. Um, we did Trapped. That was that was an interesting show, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been cool to do all these like shows that it's just like oh that's awesome. We just get to open for bands that we listen to, and I think that's been a huge accomplishment for us. Um, it's just being able to keep up with these big uh, headlining shows. Um, what was interesting about the trap show? <laughs> it sounded like there was a story there. Uh, I don't know, Alex. Alex, should I should I should I should I elaborate on this? Is that okay? <laughs> Hey, Static. This might need to yes. be edited out, okay? All right. Fill me in. <laughs> These guys can fill you in I'll, way I'll fill you in on that. They're the ones yeah. who actually experienced it. So, yeah, this is why the Trap Show is quite interesting. Um, basically, Trap... Cut this okay. in. Like, this is cut it out. Cut this out. But it had an awesome crowd because everybody... It was an awesome crowd. All the locals yeah. killed local. it that fucking night. Yeah, it was yeah. a great night, yeah. It was a great local night. It was a great locals night indeed, yes. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, but static, none of that. Cut that out. Cut it out. <laughs> none of that. Nothing about trap. No, no. All right. All right. Well, before I wrap up the show, do you want to tell people uh, where they can get a hold of you, where they can find uh, find your upcoming CD, where you know show dates, tour dates, everything, Pyrotechnica, where they can they find that? Well, uh, our main our main source of thing is uh, any social media. You know, we got our Facebook, we got our Instagram, we got our Twitter, we got. Um, we got our website. Our website's probably our best thing, you know, it's got a link to everything. Scarlett, I don't know if you want to jump in on some of the stuff of how you can get our CD well, when it comes out. And our, our website, I mean, I know Facebook is like the thing to, well, I don't know if it's a thing to do, but I, our website's fairly easy. <laughs> <laughs> it is pyrotechnicaofficial.com. All one word. Nothing's capitalized. Ner, ner. Um, and, you know, there's like a little about us section if you want to know more about us as people and there are past uh, there's videos from past shows that we did so you get to see us when we weren't at our best and compare it to <laughs> us now because we have some videos of us up here oh, they're pretty gone now. oh are they they're gone now. gosh darn it <laughs> but all, all our music um like i said follow us on our social media our music's going to be posted up like on spotify itunes uh soundcloud uh, Bandcamp, it's it's all going to be there. So as long as you're following us right on Facebook, you'll you'll know exactly what's going on, pyrotechnically. All right, and uh, if you send me all those links, I will put those in the show notes as well, so people can find you easily. Um, I have one more question for you guys before I wrap this show up, and uh, you can either a answer it as a band or individually. It's the title question of the show. It's how do you live uncontained? That's a good question. You're the best person to answer. So when you say uncontained, you're saying like you're, you're as like free as possible, like as like unadulterated. Like what do you, what do you? Um, more along the lines of how do you live uh, with people telling you you can't pursue, you can't do what your dream is? How oh. like they tell you uh, like. Oh, you can't make it as a band, but uh, you know you go ahead and do it anyway. How how do you do that? That takes a lot of like confidence, and in, in, not in terms of what you do externally, but in terms of introspection, like really digging deep into your own self and like you know who am I here? What am I doing? Like for me personally, like I literally almost every day think about what am I doing that. Uh, Will I think about this on my deathbed in 70 years from now, in 60 years from now? It will it matter. Will a really cool, fast car be what I'm in, you know, investing now? Is that what I'm going to think about when my, in laying in my deathbed in my last days? Or am I going to think about what I'm passionate about now? What makes, what gives me goosebumps in my arms? And if that's music, if that's anything, then you should invest and you should not care what the critics think or what, you know, some sort of established established culture thinks and, and just sort of believe you have to almost like want to 
be willing to die for it, I guess. And I don't mean that in a really weird, um, like, uh, grotesque way, I guess. But, dude, like, it's the inevitability. So if you were to experience your last seconds of living, you would want to think about what did I do with the rest of my life? Um, I don't know if that makes any sense. That's the thing that I do for myself. Okay. So kind of want to live with no regrets or? <sighs> that just doesn't sound as thorough. Uh, I, I just feel like okay, you don't, I guess, telling other people, like, don't think about it so much. Like, yeah, follow your heart. And, and um, if you understand yourself enough and, and you care to um, see that happen, see a vision, like have a vision of what you want to do, then, it, you know, everything else is going to take care of itself somehow. You know, you may not live this luxurious lifestyle. Um, you may not have what your neighbors have. But in a culture where we're always comparing, I mean, even then, they're still not that happy. So if you're, you know, kind of starving a little bit, but you're doing, like, what you feel you're purposed for, you're, you're, like, you're alive for, this is the reason why you're here, then all those other things don't really matter. So, you know, just, I don't know, pour yourself into whatever it is that you're passionate about. And don't stop. Don't look back. Don't give a shit what anybody says. Because when you're older, you're not going to think about the critics. You're going to wonder why the fuck... I didn't do that. And yeah, I guess it's a no regrets thing a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. It's a little bit more than the no regrets, like you said. That, but uh, that is, that's awesome, dude. I, I feel the same way about uh, not settling for a regular, a regular job as the only thing. Sure, you may have more money, you may have nicer things, but you're not stuck doing something you hate. And it's not a reckless thing either. Like there's a difference between being reckless and having some sort of like uh, realistic structure on an incremental level, like day to day. Like, okay, today I gotta eat, I need a roof over my head, I need clothes, but I'm also gonna go to this bar and just play my fucking heart out and not give a shit what anybody thinks. And if someone really cares, they'll give me the right criticism. And if I'm tuned into myself, I'll take it and I'll use it and I'll leverage it and tomorrow is the next day to use that tool. You know what I'm saying? You can't have everything today or even next week, but incrementally like investing and believing and not listening to people's bullshit uh, and, and being able to decipher what is constructive, what is good and what's not, you know? Um, so it's surrounding yourself with the right people who believe in you as much as you believe in yourself. I don't know. Great, great. great. Anybody else have any, uh, how, how do you live uncontained? Um, you know, kind of going off of what Jeremy said, uh, a lot of it for me, um, you know, when I, like growing up, when my parents didn't want me really to be a musician, and I don't think any parent really does unless they were a musician. Um, my mom wanted me to like go do accounting, be a, a lawyer, you know, um, but I, I don't want, in the end, like kind of what Jeremy's saying, it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather die chasing my dream than not ever going after it at all. You know, even if I even if I fail at it, you know, at least I tried. I, and that that's a lot more than what mm -hmm. other people have to say that are settling for like, you know, well, I want to I want to pay the bills. Well, that's great that you want to pay the bills, but I'm not gonna be happy just doing that. So for me, I I go by what I want to do. I want to chase my dream, and whether I fail or not, um, at least I'll know that I tried. Right, I relate 100% to both of those. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show today and talking with me. And uh, one more time, you guys want to plug out what all you have coming up here? Uh, yeah, so we got a single coming out uh, next week. Um, we're going to release it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We got a single, uh, Lumina Wings and Another World, that will be on our YouTube channel. We're also going to have a music video. Uh, posted up of Ignite as, with our CD, our debut CD. Um, and we got a tour coming up in the summer. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I have one more thing for you to do. And it's pretty easy to do. All I need you guys to do is sign off the show. This is Jeremy. This is Ben. This is Dustin. And this is Scarlett. And, and we, we live uncontained. Thank you to Pyrotechnica for joining me and talking with me today. And thank you for listening. Please make sure you visit their website, 
pyrotechnicaofficial.com for updates on their upcoming self-titled CD. I will have their website and all that information in the show notes. Also, please stop by uncontainedpod.com. Yes, uh, the home for Uncontained. And you can listen to all the shows right from there. And plus, uncontainedpod.com is where you can support the show as well. As of right now, I have the Amazon banner at the top of the page. If you're doing some Amazon shopping, please take the route through my website to get there. Just a couple extra steps, but uh, it's a big deal for the show. Every uh, Everything helps out, and uh, word of mouth and financially. So please tell a friend about this show as well. Rate, review, subscribe, and share on your favorite podcast player thanks again for listening thanks again to pyrotechnica and as always until next time live uncontained